0: This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning. This is Sport Today, your weekday sports news podcast that puts you ahead of the game. I'm Sam Ferris. And I'm Martin Gabor. It's Thursday, the 16th of June. In your sport today, the NRLW competition expands, the Demons skipper goes down, Hungry devour England in football, and an Aussie enters the record books. This is your sport today. For those of you expecting to hear Lucy, she has had some technical difficulties today, so we've called up Martin Gabor. Martin, thanks for coming on on Thursday.
1: I'm like Andrew Redman. It's a last
0: minute (laughs) substitution. Let's hope it's just as good. But we're going to start today (laughs) with some rugby league news because there was a fair bit happening in footy yesterday. A couple of international squads were announced for next week's test matches. But Gabs, the big story is that the women's game is about to get a whole lot bigger.
1: Yeah, well, we thought that the NRLW was going to go from six teams up to eight next year, but the NRL, they've announced yesterday that they're going to expand the comp even more, adding four new teams to make it a 10-team comp in 2023. Now, the new clubs are the Raiders, the Cowboys, the Sharks, and the West Tigers, and they're going to join the six current clubs that played a little bit earlier in the year. Now, the NRL is growing the comp because female participation is so high at the moment, the Ratings, they're really strong, and clubs, they just want to be in the NRLW. The expanded comp is going to see every team play each other once, but, Fez, we just don't know when it's going to start. Yeah, let's not get too far ahead of ourselves because there's another
0: NRLW comp this year that should start in late August. The reason there are two comps this year is that last year's season got delayed because of COVID. Uh, Gabs, this continues
1: the rapid growth of women's sport here in Australia. Yeah, how good. I mean, you turn on the TV now and there is always something on. The Super Netball Finals, they start this weekend. The Matildas have got a couple of big friendlies on next week. The WBBL, it just keeps getting bigger after seven seasons and the upcoming AFLW comp is going to feature all 18 teams for the first time with the Swans, Hawks, Bombers and the Power going to join this year. Now, just like the NRLW, that comp should start in August and I'm already counting down the days. Not long
0: to go, Gabs. Don't peak too early, all right? That's my tip for you. Uh, Look, I've chucked a link in the episode notes that breaks down everything you need to know about the new NRLW comp. It was fight night in Brisbane last night. Australia's top heavyweights, Justice Hooney and Joe Goodall, slugged it out over 10 rounds. But it was Hooney who came out on top gabs. Hooney is now within striking distance of some
1: big fights in America. Yeah, this was a really big result for Hooney last night. The big guy, he was too quick and way too powerful for his old sparring partner Joe Goodall, winning the fight by unanimous decision. Now, it means that Hooney now holds the WBO Oriental, the IBF Pan-Pacific and the WBC Australasian Heavyweight titles and he's also ranked inside the top 15 in three of the four boxing organisations. So, Fez, that means some big fights overseas could be just around the corner for Hooney. Now, this fight was his first in 12 months after he broke his hand fighting ex-NRL player Paul Gallen and just a week after his family home was peppered with bullets from a drive-by shooting.
0: Yeah, his dad and trainer Rocky said his son stayed focused despite the shooting, so he couldn't be happier with the results. Uh, I'll put the fight highlights in the show notes for you to check out. It's been a rough few weeks for the Melbourne Demons and their fans. Not only has the club lost three straight games and been knocked off the top of the AFL
1: ladder, they've now lost their captain for a fair chunk of time. Yeah, D's captain, Max Gorn, he's out for up to five weeks with an ankle syndesmosis injury. Now, if you don't have a medical degree, that's also known (laughs) as a high ankle sprain. Gorn, he hurt his ankle and his back in Melbourne's loss to Collingwood on Monday at the MCG, but it's not all bad news for Gorn. He doesn't need surgery on this injury, so he could actually be back as soon as three weeks, but it is a blow because Gorn is an All-Australian ruckman and is very good in the air, but Fez, the D's should get back another All-Australian and that's defender Stephen May. He missed the past couple of games through concussion and suspension for punching on with teammate Jake Melksham.
0: Yeah, the AFL have just concluded their investigation into that and they are satisfied with the club's punishments. Uh, We won't see May back until next round because the D's have the bye this week. Uh, They actually play the new number one team, the Lions, next. That one's on Thursday, June 23 at the MCG. Let's talk a little bit of golf now because the third men's major starts tonight at the Country Club in Brookline, Massachusetts. It's the US Open, and Gabs, we've got seven Aussies in the field.
1: Yeah, lucky number seven, and our best chance is the man with that mullet, the world number six (laughs) men's golfer, Cameron Smith. Now, he's rated the best shot to be the third Aussie to win the US Open and the first since Jeff Ogilvy did it back in 2006. Now, this year's tournament has a little. Still extra attention than usual, and that's because the Rebel golfers of the Live Tour are allowed to play. So we're going to see Rebels like Phil Mickelson and Dustin Johnson play against traditionalists like Rory McIlroy. Now, McIlroy is one of the favourites to win it, so is defending champion John Rahm, Justin Thomas, and also world number one, Scotty Scheffler. There could be plenty of spice this year at the US Open, and it all starts
0: tonight, and you can watch it on Foxtel and KO. Today's trivia question brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile. Who is the other Aussie to win the men's US Open? Gabs, give us a
1: clue. Yeah, well, this was more than 40 years ago, so just a little bit before my time. Just a little bit. Uh, Find out the answer at the end of the show.
0: Let's go to football now, because England suffered a shock defeat just months out from the World Cup. Gabs, this wasn't just any old loss; they were beaten four
1: 0 by Hungary at home, and it led to chance for the coach to be sacked. Yeah, never a better time than now to be a little bit Hungarian, as I am. But yeah, this was England's biggest loss at home since 1928, and it's also the first time they've been beaten by Hungary at home since 1953. Now this. this This was part of the UEFA Nations League. The way it works is there are three tiers of 16 teams that are based on their rankings. It's a bit like club comps because the teams that win groups in Leagues B and C can get promoted, while the countries that finish fourth get relegated. Now, Fez, this is just the third time the comp has been played, and it's held every two years. England, well, they're currently last in Group A3 on two points, and they've scored just one goal in their four games. And it doesn't get any
0: easier for them. They play Italy and Germany in September and need to win to avoid relegation. Those games are really important because after that, they play Iran in their first World Cup game on November 22. We're going to cricket now, and Australia has a new star batter on the scene. His name is Stefan Nero, and he plays in the Australian blind cricket team. And this week, he set an unbelievable world record.
1: Opening the batting for the Aussies in a one-dayer on Tuesday, Nero smashed a world record 309 not out. And he did it in just 140 balls against New Zealand in Brisbane. Now, that beat the old record of 262 not out, set by Pakistan's Masood Jan back in 1998. Nero, he hit 49 fours and one six, and that all comes after he hit a century in each of the first two T20s. Now, blind cricket, it is played with a plastic ball with ball bearings inside that make a noise. The ball is then bowled underarm with larger fluorescent stumps. Teams of 11, they must include four players that are totally blind, three partially blind, and up to four who are partially sighted. Nero and the Aussies, they're currently playing in the International Inclusion Series, which also features deaf and intellectually disabled teams. Just incredible. I've put the
0: highlights in the show notes. Check out Nero's reverse sweeps. He hits them better than Aussie star Glenn Maxwell. Check it out. Time for Catch This, the stuff that caught our eye, what's coming up, and I'll tell you what caught my eye, was Nick curios's win over Stefanos Tsitsipas in the Halle quarterfinals. Some of his shots were out of this world, as per usual from Nick Kyrgios. <laughs> I'll put the link to the highlights in the show
1: notes. Uh, Gabs, what about you? Yeah, I'm getting a little bit colder. The Stanley Cup, it starts today. <laughs> the Tampa Bay Lightning, they're looking to win their third straight title. They play the Colorado Avalanche, and game one starts at 10 a.m., Uh, As for
0: today's trivia question brought to you by SportsMate Mobile, name the other Australian to win the men's US Open Golf Tournament. We know Jeff Ogilvie won it in 2006. Who's the
1: other one, Gabs? David Graham, and he did it back in 1981.
0: That'll be some handy pub trivia this week, no doubt.
1: Uh, All right, that is us
0: done for today. Gabs, thanks for filling in and thank you for listening. Uh, We'll be back tomorrow, hopefully with Luce. We'll catch you then.